Hey, welcome back to Check the Vending Machines, weekly pop culture podcast on the internet, where two best friends get together to talk about pop culture news. I'm Jason Isaac. What's going on, man? You know, man, not too terribly much, you know, just uh, getting done with Christmas, heading into New Year's, just like, you know, trying to keep in the zone, man, which is a problem, because look, Jason... Mm -hmm. I took your suggestion. I took your device. Okay. And I've started reading One Piece. Oh. And I know it's going to be a problem now. Yeah. Why? What? what what's going on? Because I just, every time I get to this part, I'm like, yeah, I fucking love One Piece. It's a great manga. And now I know I'm not going to be able to put it down until I fucking catch up. Well. Which is going to be a problem because it's like a thousand chapters. Well, where are you at? Are you starting from the beginning again? Yeah. Okay. I just started straight up from the beginning because I wanted to see what the manga did differently. Right, um, right. So I'm only like a little under forty chapters in, but oh, okay. So you're not even up, uh, you're not even up the good stuff yet. No, I'm just at the Captain Kuro stuff now, which actually, honestly, I really like the Kuro arc. Yeah, when Usopp is introduced, mostly because I just like Kuro. I think he's like a dope ass pirate. Like his power is really cool with like the cat step and all that shit, and his fucking giant blade claws that make no sense whatsoever but um i really even i mean i don't even think one piece personally uh gets good until water seven um which is frankie which is the seventh arc at that point there's already like like people really like i know um i know alabaster people really like like that that are people like um crocodile stuff uh people like sky island those are all Mm -hmm. fine but I don't really like Skyland Island. That that's the one with the thunder. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't really. Eh. I'm kind of like indifferent to that. But Water Seven in Inie's lobby. That's that's kind of where Luffy gets to finally gets the first power up, and that's where it becomes yeah. like shonen, and that to me is where like okay we finally have pretty much this the most of the crew at that point. Yeah. And then to me, that's kind of where I mean, people will say it's popular, obviously, and good before that, which it is. That's why I keep keep reading. But I think yeah. that's where I'm like, okay, now we're we're above like Naruto, everything and else. stuff. Yeah. We're we're at that point where now we're officially like that's... the next level. Is so wait, is Water Seven when the Leopard guy shows up? The arc after that, which is because that because the Leopard guy arc is the first one where he does second gear, right? Yeah, they're like back to back. They're they're arcs back to back. Yeah. And they're kind of like kind of going to each other, because that's like that's the Robin rescue arc, and yeah. then and then Water Seven is right after that. Yeah. Well, I think it's Water Seven, then Eni's lobby, but they're the same storyline. Okay. They separate. He just separated them as different titles for the arc, I believe. Gotcha. Okay. But that's where to me it's like okay now we're officially like we're in good like shonen territory because before that yeah. Luffy beats enemies by it's just fighting. Thinking yeah. of creative ways to fight crocodile, but Eni's lobby is like okay. Now we have to really like push everyone into a different snow shonen. Yeah, that's the first arc where like everybody gets a power up because that's when Nami does her like weather shit, and then Usopp does 
Doesn't he create some new sort of slingshot like some tech or some like bomb or something? I can't remember exactly, but like something like that. And I know Sanji gets his flame kick stuff. He starts doing that, and then what's the other ones? Ch- I know Chopper goes into like his. He starts like being creative with using his other forms, like in tandem with each other. So yeah, all, then... all that's like just like spread out yeah. from that point on. Yeah, but Luffy's Luffy's first and. That's kind of weird mm-hmm. to me. Like I said, it gets, it gets solidified as being a good, like a great, a great yeah. show. And because that fight scene between uh, Rob Lucci and Luffy is, it's one of my favorite scenes of all time. Fight sequence. Yeah, fight sequence it's great. great. I remember it was like, I stopped when I got into watching again, like probably like three or four years ago. I think I picked up from where I left off, which was like, I think right after Alabasta. So I think it was. It's like right when Robin joins the crew and I can't remember the first arc after she joins, but then it was like, yeah, it was like water seven and the Robin rescue arc. And like watching, yeah, like the Rob Lucci fight, like that's such a good fight. Yeah. But then you get into like so many more, like so much more better stuff. Yeah. Right, like, direct, like directly after that, all leading into Marine Ford and then past that yeah this time skip so it's all it's all worth it i think it's marine ford and then the time skips just right after marine ford right yeah yeah exactly like the marine ford ends and then it goes right like immediately kind of starts there's a couple chapters like a post marine ford like kind of setting up the time skip and then it immediately goes to the time, time skip. skip yeah so how many years is the time skip it's only a couple years i think right? it's it's either is it two or f- five it's not five two I think it's two years. Two makes sense. That's like a decent amount. I think amount it's two years. Skip. I can't remember exactly. I think it's two. Because I think two. Naruto's was that. I think Naruto's time skip is like, I think it's like two or three years or something like that. Um, Let's see. One Piece. Because Luffy has like a sign for it. Mm. Time skip. Two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, but hey, that's not why we're here today. It's not. Excuse me. We're here on the podcast to wrap up what we started. Yes. To well, one of the things that we started. Yeah, go back to where it all began a few weeks ago. Um, yeah. We're we're talking about uh, the Matrix Resurrections, the latest yeah. and I guess potentially finale of the matrix franchise we'll see seeing how people do people how it does yeah as of now you assume it's the finale um came out december 22nd hbo max home uh, home release theater yes. we both watched it obviously zach yes let, let's get into it man how, how what what did you expect going in to the matrix resurrections and uh just from off the top, like, how did you feel walk finishing the movie? I don't honestly know what I was really expecting. I think I was expecting what I hoped for was a satisfactory answer to why we're even having this movie in the first place, and I did not get that. So, yeah. um, I think overall, I'm kind of like, meh about the movie like i don't virulently hate it but i think it could have been so much better than it was i think it's a lot of wasted potential yeah specifically with the action scenes yeah i i never wanted this movie yeah i didn't understand 
why it was happening. And when it was confirmed and it was happening, if we were getting closer and closer, I'm like, okay, well, more, maybe more Matrix can be good. Even if it's convoluted and crappy or worse than Re- Reloaded or Revolutions and people's opinions or whatever. Yeah. So I went into this movie with the bare minimum expectation because I've been burned so many times at the theater. If there's one thing about modern Hollywood, it's set your expectations well, it's low. Well, it's not even modern cinema. It's, it's, it's modern it's Wachowski. Well, that too. Like, you know, like I, being one of ten people in the theater seeing Jupiter Ascending yeah. was like, I'm here because I, I have faith in the Wachowskis. And then they let you down. You know, or me, me, and my, and me and our friends being like, you know, five of 20 people seeing Speed Racer, which is, I think it's a good movie. But like, yeah. you know, stuff like that being like, okay, we have faith in Wachowskis to do the right thing. Because they, mm-hmm. they amazed me one time and lukewarm surprised me twice. So I have faith. It's, it's the same feeling I have with Neil Blomkamp. I give you so much mm. effort because you surprised me so much with that first movie, which I hear like it, Peter Jackson was really like, kind of like the guy who did the groundwork on that. From what I understand, I guess, I don't know. I can believe but that. I have, I have, I give you faith. I have faith. And I, I watch your next movie and it sucks. I watch your next movie. And I don't like that movie. So I'm just done. I'm done with you. But the Wachowskis made the matrix. So I have faith. And the bare minimum expectations for me are that the story could suck. The reasoning behind Neo being there and Trinity being there could com- be completely money grab potential or some stupid crap. All that yeah. could be there and that could be, it can be shit. But at least it's the Matrix and the Matrix gives me one thing. Good action. Hong Kong action cinema. Yeah. And immediately... I was let down from the beginning. Yeah. From the beginning. I was like, this is not, this is not Hong Kong choreo. This is not Hong Kong choreo, uh, shooting. So let's get into it that way from from there. Okay. How do you feel about, let's just go with the story. Cause the story is what people, cause when I see online right now and people going back and forth about this movie on like different Facebook groups I'm in, Mm-hmm. Of, and then none of these groups are specifically Hong Kong action groups or martial art movie groups. Because the groups yeah. I'm in for those fucking rail this movie because we go into it with the expectations of Hong Kong cinema and it's not that. So we were let down. But people who don't go, don't care about Hong Kong cinema and just care about the story elements, mm-hmm. some people really, really enjoy the meta commentary critique of whatever. How did you feel going into it, especially that first hour? <sighs> Dude, that first hour is rough stuff. Like, I was fine with it the first time when they were like... I think the actual context of, like, recontextualizing, like, as, like, a new, like, brainworm for Neo that, like, The Matrix is, like, a game. Because it kind of does feel like a video game at some times. Like, it's something that could easily be adapted. And we've had Matrix video games, so, like, clearly it, like, kind of lends itself to that world. I think that's an interesting concept, um, but I absolutely hated how much they beat you up over the head with the fact that, like, we're talking about the Matrix and what the Matrix means and what it did for cinema and, like, what fans really think about it, what it really means to fans because it's all about explosions, blue, blue, blue. Um, 
And I hated that. It was so preachy and annoying and clearly, like, did not understand. Even though they clearly thought that they did, it did not understand what The Matrix was about. It, it, so, I, yeah, I agree, I think, for the most part. <clears throat> that first hour where before Neo was unplugged again. Yeah. Um, I just don't understand why it, ex- why it exists. The whole that first hour... I'm waiting for the movie to prove to me why this movie exists. They give you a half-assed reason at like an hour and a half in. Yeah, and then that reasoning is not good enough for me. It's not. It's not a very good reason. But the idea that we're gonna be meta and critique our our own film trilogy and the critical response and the fan adoration for the movies and whatever they're trying to critique and the the the, the lingo they're using, the WTF and all this kind of stuff. I sat there yeah. for an hour and some change being like, I don't get what the fuck the goal is. I don't understand. Yeah. Cause if you're, if you're, if your goal, cause if the matrix one, two and three was supposed to be just this cool sci-fi tale that pulled on elements of philosophy, cyberpunk, Hong Kong, all these different things and messages mm-hmm. or whatever you could do. It totally doesn't know what it's doing in, in the sense of the trilogy. Like this movie makes no yeah. sense compared to the rest of the trilogy doesn't even connect no. at all. Well, I mean, I think that's the main problem when it's like, and I mean, The Matrix isn't the first movie to do this, but when these movies try to be like metatextual about like what the series means in general and like what it means to like the nature of cinema or whatnot, or like its place in like the cinema history or whatever, it just doesn't work. Like it doesn't work for you to talk about like, like talking down to fans, like all the care about explosions of bullet time. When then you go to the end of this movie and like the entire like plot point of like yeah. how the main bad guy fights Neo is like, Oh, it's all about bullet time. We recontextualize bullet time. It's like, the fuck are you even talking about, dude? Like, yeah. and, and I don't know. that whole thread also doesn't make any sense. A machine knows bullet time. The whole point of bullet time. It's like, I, I can't get into it. I'm gonna get upset. The whole, the whole thread about the Neo being the game producer, game creator, and having to like make another installment because the studio wants another installment, Warner Bros. wants another installment, yeah. and they're gonna make it either way. Also, the fact that like they're like shit trying to shit talk Warner Brothers, I'm like, you fuckers! Like the only reason this movie is made is because of Warner Brothers. So, like, what the hell are you trying to do right but now? I, I'm just. It's not like Warner Brothers forced you to make. I know, I know for absolute certain that Warner Brothers did not force the Wachowskis to make a new Matrix movie. So, like, what are you even talking about? Well, the fact that only one Wachowski came back to do it tells me me plenty. But all of that stuff and how cheeky it is and, yeah, it's cool commentary. It's not like it's wrong. I think it's a good, it's good, it's fine commentary. Talk about sequelitis and all that kind of stuff. I think that's perfectly fine. But the point... I just don't like how it beats you over the head with it. Well, I think that's, it's super heavy hand and that's, that's terrible. Yeah. But I think the the core of the critique I'm perfectly fine with, but to me the, the mistake is, is that you you try to you, they almost like tried to, it, it purposefully or not. And I think it's not. I think they just did it by proxy of making bad being making lazy film. Yeah. Was that they try to do this meta critique stuff of what the original trilogy was, what the original movies did, and how the response was for it, mm-hmm. and that's perfectly fine. For, for people who are film cinephiles who like to subvert expectations and watch Criterion movies strictly, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But, like, people like me 
I didn't go to the Matrix because of the philosophy. That's cool stuff that's there. I went to the Matrix because of Chad Stahelski and Tiger Chin and like the Hong Kong shit that I loved that I see two mm-hmm. white dudes from Chicago are doing. That's in, in America. That's why I was drawn to this these movies. And even if Reloaded Revolutions are not good, at least they're doing the, the cinematography that I think is impressive. Yeah. So I come to this movie and you want to beat me over the head with this like monotonous, boring meta critique of yourself. Yeah. And then even with that being said, you still make a shit, you make a shit movie. Yeah. I mean, I think the biggest problem with it is that like, I don't think, okay, I will agree. I don't think their, their meta textual dissection or whatever is like that far off, but like, I feel like the point they were trying to make of it is like the matrix can be more than this. Maybe yeah. is like, maybe how I could see that. But then you just make the first movie again. Yeah. So like, what was even the point? Yeah. Like if you're trying to like say that, like uh, we're trying to do something different, like we know exactly what the matrix is about. And we're going to do something different. And then I watch the movie. And it's the same fucking movie. What's the point? But you say like, okay, they make the whole like at that point, it's just like you trying to show off how smart you are. But the whole point, they go, oh, we're gonna the the critique is that, oh, the Matrix is this and this and bullet time and all this kind of crap. But yet, yeah. Morpheus still finds Neo. Yeah. And this time, Trinity. Also, I think Morpheus was probably my biggest letdown. Oh, but oh, and this time, Trinity won't be just another cool character that also loves the one. She'll be the one also in her own little way. Yeah. What's the fucking point? Yeah. What's all it does to me is ruin what re- revolutions could have did right, which was end the end it, boom done, yeah. end it for all the things that were wrong and reloaded. Story wise, revolutions or resurrections, excuse me. And re- what everything that revolutions did to end re- resurrection just, just wastes it, wastes it, wait, to, yeah. removes it from. It's exactly what Terminator 3 did to T2, which is like, yeah. holy shit, we ended it perfectly fine. Why fucking make this piece of shit thing that just takes away? Don't say what you make it. Hey, liar. Everything. Just kidding. Your, your choice. You, you choose this. Everything will be okay. Actually, sorry. But guess what? It would have happened either way. Guess what? It's still going to fucking happen because you actually can't change fate because fuck you. It, 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 it is so stupid. Yeah. And Well, it's like... Yeah, I just don't know. And what's the commentary, Zach? Like the commentary is what? Oh, Warner Brothers and big studios will make a sequel to another franchise to make money, and that it'll be the same thing over again. So what we're gonna do is do the same thing, but we're gonna make it half-assed. And people who appreciate what you guys did in the first movies, in terms of the action sequences, are gonna be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Because the people who have yeah. action eyes are gonna watch this movie or or have watched this movie and go, "Holy shit, this is." Yeah. My point being this. Story-wise, makes zero sense. Even with machines and people being pooped out of bags. It, it makes no sense. The reasoning makes no sense. But beyond that, filmmaking-wise, all if you say that it's a regurgitation of to make a fourth movie in a franchise, because, and we're going to make the same thing, and The Matrix is more than just bullet time and explosions and kung fu and if, if that's what the point was was to say the matrix can be more than just what they were 
whether the critiques the critics said this or the fan says this what i see is you remade the first movie and you didn't commit to training your actors in training at fucking a studio to learn choreograph choreography to put the work in so all i see is you're commentating on something trying to be smart in like eight a 24 of what the fuck you're trying to yeah. say but all i see is you didn't commit so in reality, you're still making the fucking you're you're commentating on the fucking thing you just did, which is make a shitty sequel to a movie. Oh yeah, but all I was saying is like yeah, if you're gonna have the meta aspect where you're like, we can do something without like giving people what they expect with just like the same like you know terms and the philosophy and all that kind of shit, and then you go to the fight scene and the Merovingian just shows up just for for people to be like, I know the Merovingian and for. Yeah. bodies for them to fight like that's the only purpose he serves showing up in this and what's the cop i don't like, so and how does that change if you're critiquing that sequelitis yeah. in the beginning of the movie by being yeah. like oh warner brothers making the movie without us whatever and rehashing the, fa the famousness of the whatever how does yeah. bringing the merovingian back because they, these exile programs survived another ex survived another purge who fucking cares yeah who cares also, it doesn't make any sense. Like, you have the whole thing where you have Neil Patrick Harris's villain built up as, like, he's the better architect. Yeah. Essentially. He's like, like architect and character. Oracle combined. Yeah, basically. Because, yeah, it's like he's the better... Because, yeah, he's basically both of them combined into, like, one program. And you're like, oh, but he still sucks enough that there's still programs and slip through the cracks? Yeah. Like, then what the fuck are we even doing here, dude? It... The, the, the meta does not... Like, I, feel, I honestly feel like... Whatever critique they're trying to do or were trying to say in the first yeah. part of the movie, they immediately they drop they it. Immediately, immediately they immediately go back into exactly what they're critiquing, which makes me yeah. go as soon as the actual plot starts, like they just drop it immediately. And they're like, nope, it's just the first movie again. And is that supposed to be like they're like like they're like they're trying to do like a we're gonna subvert your expectations by subverting your expectations and like because all I saw yeah, I was you critique you're critiquing sequels or franchises or something, and then you immediately yeah. fall back on what you had, but even worse. Because yeah. every fight with Neo is terrible. Well, he's got the weird like bullshit force power that he like never used in an actual fight ever. Yeah. Like the only real like one power that he really used. And, like, actual fighting is, like, the Defying Gravity shit and, like, flying. Like, yeah, that's catching it. bullets. Now he's got some weird, like, force field shit. Like, what the hell is this? How, how, okay, so this is where my rant comes. My my actual, like, rant about this movie. Because story-wise, okay. I can go all day. And it's purely just because I think the story is terrible. I think the story is terrible. Yeah. I think the reasoning to bring Neo back is terrible. Well, I think all the new stuff's bad. Like, I hate all the new crew. I hate the fact of, like, the... Well, I don't mind it. It makes sense in the fact of, like, the the neologist type of thing where it's like, okay, so he's like Jesus. So yeah, you would have people that like yeah. are obsessed with their cyber Jesus. Uh, but I really just hate what they did with Morpheus. Honestly, they like fucking throw him under the bus and they're like, Oh yeah, he became the leader. And then he was a piece of shit that got us all killed. And I, I, so I think that everything about the humanity is stupid. Yeah. I think the idea of working with these bullshit machine things is stupid. I think that the idea of we have these like the machines can live, can work and physically touch our the, yeah stuff, the nano machine shit all lame. they're like 
hologram, but they're like metal yeah. or like you know, some some shit. I think I don't all know. that is so. They're the baby face from the from the third movie, but they're like yeah. full body. I think that whole thing is just so lame, and so yeah. lame as a, as a reason to not have Lawrence Fishburne. I think it's yeah. so terrible and so lame. And the reason to have that Trinity's alive and Neo's alive to me is such a fucking stretch, even for the Matrix. I don't understand how them being together makes more energy. Well, I even, not, it's not like the whole together. plot of the movie. The whole plot of the movie is that like Neil Patrick Harris's character made a Matrix that makes more energy because they have less humans because Neo and Trinity are at like the center of it. And they're not together. They're just close enough, but not. Yeah, they're close enough, but not touching. But they're close. And and that so does... that means that there was never another cycle of the one? Yeah. Which doesn't make any sense either. Or I guess I guess you could interpret it the fact that like they saved Neo's life, like stopped a reincarnation, because you can't like reincarnate if like the person's still alive. But But they also never explain who who chooses the one. Like if it's the Oracle, the or the Oracle just dies. Yeah. They're just like, oh, there's no Oracle, there's no architect. Now it's just Neil Patrick Harris. It, so, it, it, all but of the that. Smith, but also, they don't really explain how Smith is still around yeah. again. They're just like, oh, Neo's there, so Smith has to be there. I'm like, that's bullshit. Like yeah. the whole fact that the third movie was like he destroyed the Smith program. So, yeah. but also, is it is it actually Smith or is it just Smith within? the modal that Neo made. Like, I don't, f I don't care enough. Well, in the context of the movie, I have to assume that it's actually Smith. Cause they keep playing scenes from the first three movies. for the first right. hour of this movie. All I think about is that it's not Smith. It's the, it's the version of Smith that Neo makes in his modal, like Morpheus is, but then he becomes sentient like Morpheus is and learns about Neo. And that's why he sees Smith. But my, either way, whatever, whatever the reasoning is, the point being it sucks. Yeah. It's just it's just not good. And I saw people on Facebook groups I'm in say they loved it. They thought the commentary was great. Look, that's 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 fine. That's not wrong. I don't watch The Matrix for movie commentary. That's yeah. my personal take on this. My hot take. I watch yeah. The Matrix for cyberpunk, kung fu, Hong Kong action cinema. Because yeah. nothing in the original movie critiqued fucking movies. So no. why do I give a shit? It critiqued society. Society, it critiqued of... American action cinema by doing Hong Kong cinema. But the point by being yeah. like, we're going to critique franchises, massive blow franchises, and then do the exact thing that you were critiquing. Yeah. Blows my we're mind. We're going to critique... We're going to read... Critique the reboot, remake, soft reboot culture of Hollywood, but we're essentially going to do a soft reboot. You're going to do the exact same thing you're critiquing, but then yet, so is, is act like you're better than it somehow. So because either way, they the, either way it turns out bad in my opinion. Yeah. Warner Brothers came to Wachowski and said we want another movie, and you took the money and you sold out, and sold yeah. out and. In terms of not like selling out your your vision, but in terms of like the movie, the show was the doom was done, and you wanted more money, yeah. you know it was gonna make money, whatever. Or you you wrote a script, had this idea for a commentary, bullshit, brought it to Warner Brothers, they said yeah, let's do it, make money, and you still made a shit movie. Yeah. So either way, 
I'm I'm impressed because you finished the story and it was fine. And the yeah. piss poor reasoning of, oh, we just rebuilt you. You yeah. died and then you gave you sacrificed your life and your whatever and we just rebuilt you. And the entire movie, Neo does nothing. No. And whether it's well, it's like a twenty twenty one commentary on the male hero, I don't fucking know. No one explicitly says that, but the idea that the entire movie, Neo just does this. When yeah. out of all the people in that cast, and this is where my this is where my rant has to kick into good into gear, and you can obviously jump on board. Of mm-hmm. that entire cast, from what I understand, people maybe I'm missing mm-hmm. someone, but they're all actors. Yeah. Keanu Reeves is still doing Hong Kong choreo for John Wick at yeah. a high level. With a director who worked on The Matrix. Yeah. was a stunt guy on The Matrix. So why the fuck is Keanu not doing choreography? Was it, hey, he can't do yeah. it because he's to John Wick 4? If that's the reason, don't make this fucking movie. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense to me. Well, I just, yeah, I don't understand how you can make this movie. Yeah, if you're not going to have... Keanu do the choreo because yeah, like we know he can still do choreo because he does it for John Wick. But also, so it's not like he's like unable to do right. it. Right. Into and other actors, actresses, put him in training like the first movie because if Hugo fucking weaving can go through yeah. three months to six months of fucking training, these young yeah. people can do it. Jonathan yeah. Groff can do it because his fight sequence looks like shit. No, this is terrible. But. Beyond all that, which is like super surface <clears throat> level action movie fanatic, pinpoint focus, laser eyed type stuff. Yeah. Action wise, mm. how do you critique and have Neil Patrick Harris's character be like, oh, bullet time, baby? And then at the end of the movie, every fight sequence has. Bullet so time. much bullet time to where because because it's the crutch of we're not going to do jo- Jason Bourne cuts we're going to have it be yeah. so slow bullet time that way we can do quasi fight sequence choreography yeah. because our actors can't do it at real speed yeah. that's all that is and I know that's what they're doing yeah How, what the fuck are we talking about this is the matrix yeah, I don't. If you really look at like the first three Matrix movies, like Bullet Time is not used that no, often. It's like not. it's iconic, but it's not. You look, it's the same thing that happens with Ghostbusters and with Star Wars and shit like that. At least with you know like the original movies, like the tech, the thing that it's iconic for is not used that often. Yeah, because it's better when something is not used. It makes it more impressive when it's only used for a little bit, and you see how impactful it can be. Yeah, when used in short bursts. When you see bullet time for like 50% of this movie, especially in the back half, yeah, it gets unimpressive. Very. And it gets very boring very quickly. Very. Because slow motion is boring if you just watch everything in slow I motion. I literally was like thinking to myself while watching this movie, which by the way, I had to fast forward protocol through some of that ending. 
Dude, well, okay. First of all, can we talk about how the ending is just like World War Z and that's super fucking annoying? Oh, yeah. Like, why is this suddenly a fucking zombie movie? Yeah. Like, what the fuck is this shit? Yeah, 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 yeah. They're like, oh, everybody just is like an agent. I'm like, fuck you. Agents are agents. And like, that's a thing. Like, well, don't Zach, just make you zombie don't movies. Lana like, Wachowski's commentaries that the fills are the fans and there are a horde of people and blah, blah, blah. Or whatever the fuck. I don't fucking know. Yeah, that. yeah. They're being a real fucking, what is it? Oh, my God. Hold on. Who the fuck did. Um, I'm gonna get fucked in so much shit. Who did fucking Night of the Living Dead? Romero. Romero. They're, yeah. yeah, they're being a real fucking George Romero with this commentary about how all their fans are just fucking zombies. I. I... So you 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 don't give me fight sequences. Yeah. Fine. Not fine. No. No. no fine. fine. Because at my point, you're this movie. Who does it serve? But. Not Matrix fans. And don't get me wrong, I know yeah. there's Matrix fans who are going to be like, I love this movie. Look, this serves the same people that fucking Star Wars 7 through 9 serves. Right. But you make this movie and you critique, you met, you have the meta shit at the beginning, but you just yeah. make a Michael Bay movie. And yeah. there's no way the Wachowskis are going to praise Michael Bay. No. They might be like, they they might be like Michael, The Rock was they good. Know, they think Michael Bay is a hack. They might be like, oh, The, the so. Rock was good, but Transformers, they're hacks. Yo, Transformers had a whole lot of slow-mo, and guess what this movie has? A whole lot of shit slow-mo. Yeah. You know, at least Michael Bay action flicks are consistently fine. At least he, it's his distinct style at this point. Like, you know what you're getting if you're watching a Michael Bay movie. Yeah, I mean... It's almost as though Lana Wachowski went and watched a Snyder movie. I watched Justice yeah. League and went, okay, well, I can do that. I can that. do that. I can do or that. Or the studio said, hey, we're going to give you money, but we're going to give you time to, yeah. to train up these people. Because there's there's no... like That's what it feels like. It feels like they were put under a time constraint. Well, you know, even at the beginning of the flick when... Um, I don't know her name. What's her name? More The Morpheus character that not morpheus but the, the the girl the asian girl with the blue hair oh the, yeah the, the girl so character like bugs or something remember. or yeah it was which is also stupid it's dumb They're like bugs like the bunny yeah i get it you fucking dumb cunt. so like i get i get what you're saying that whole crew but her specifically at the beginning of the movie where she jumps over the police car i'm like yeah. okay here we go we're gonna get some cool yeah. stuff but before that we had the trinity scene and I was like, this scene looks like shit. First of all, I don't understand. If you're going to do the Trinity scene, why not just have Carrie Ann Moss do it? Why have some of this, why have this fake ass looking because bitch? She didn't, dress because up in she Trinity's didn't train costume? either. Because Wachowski went to. It made, it made me upset because I thought my eyes were tricking me. No. When the, it wasn't Carrie Ann Moss. I was like, why does this not look like Carrie Ann Moss? I was like, oh, it's not. Why are they doing this if they're not going to have Carrie Ann Moss do it? No, because all the Wachowski went to all the actors and said, hey, we're going to do a Matrix movie. It's going to be all talking. Yeah. We're going to subvert also, the expectations of the Matrix. I don't like how they try to do like the backdoor shit. And they're like, oh, it's all like Inception, trippy bit. And I was like, no, like the backdoor is just like, it's just a door. You just go in it and it's a hallway. Yeah. It's not like this like defying gravity bullshit where you're like popping out the floor or some shit. I, I really Because f- why, why would there be a door in the floor? That makes no yeah. sense. I, I really felt like, okay, I'm going to say it from the get-go. All the real-world stuff sucked. Sucked. Yeah. Terrible. Also, the real-world stuff made me mad because I'm like, okay, so Keanu did shave his head 
and shaved his beard. Yeah. So like he can do the short hair. Why not just have them do that for the rest of the because, movie? Because at that point, then he would have to be Neo. And he's not Neo in this movie. He's Tom. No. Yeah, he's Tom. Which, by the way, when the hell did Hugo Weaving ever call Mr. Anderson Tom? No, he calls him Mr. Anderson. I think he calls him Mr. Anderson once, like when they had the first meeting. And then he's like, Tom, the rest of the time. Terrible. Stupid. Terrible. So Terrible. Fight sequence, that whole fight sequence when they go through that clearly COVID shot sequence of them fighting in that random warehouse on the wooden thing. Oh, yeah. Yo, get the fuck out of here. That's yeah. garbage. That whole sequence, it's garbage. Terrible. That whole crew, terrible. That whole fight sequence is yeah. terrible. Drop down to that, that bullshit fake train sequence Well, it's fight. like, and then we saw it in the trailer, but like the bit where Morpheus shows up with Neo and they're like going in the game office and shit and he's doing like the... Not even, like, pointing his guns at people. And I'm like, you're not pointing your gun at anybody. Like, what are you doing right now? You're shooting people's ankles? What are you doing? It, it, it's bad. And I saw people that were saying they really liked it. I was happy that people liked that they liked it because I, I wish I could. I wish I could go. I could have walked out of the movie and been like, this was this is what I wanted. Yeah. But the moment that I was, I was watching that dojo fight, I was like, dude, this looks... Dude, that dojo fight was Like terrible. ass, man. Also, it makes no sense. Makes no sense. Like, I don't... I guess, for me, I really don't understand the... I don't get what they're trying to do with the, like, the PTSD Neo in, like, the beginning. Yeah. Like, I don't get the point of it. Yeah. I don't understand where it's, like... I just don't get it. I don't get what they're trying to go for with, like... Neo has PTSD or whatever. I'm like, he doesn't. Like, he willingly... Like, why would he have PTSD? Like, he, it wasn't like he was, like, a sacrifice that was thrust upon him. Like, he actively chose to give up his life for the greater good. You don't get PTSD from that. Every, hey. He did it. He, he does yeah. it still. Yeah. Halle Berry did it. We, we made a Hong Kong-inspired action movie... It, yeah. We did it. This is not that long ago. Yeah. This ain't 10 years ago. He's still 55 no. or some shit here. He still did it. Yeah. Common did it in number two. Yeah. And it looked great. So how do we have a cast of young people and young bucks and we don't even mm -hmm. try to yeah. make an a competent looking action flick? Because at the end of the day, don't, just be real. Be fucking honest. Film nerds and sci-fi nerds, maybe, are going to look at The Matrix and go, sci-fi elements, commentary on philosophy and religion and whatever, machines. But, the purpose of but fate, the, but fate the fucking means, majority choice, all that shit. of people who watch The Matrix, yeah, watch The Matrix because it has cool fucking fights. And they yeah. might not be able to pinpoint why the fights are cool. Besides Neo dodging bullets in Matrix One, yeah. But they, but subconsciously, it's because they like they like watching Jackie Chan fights. Yeah. People like to pull the camera back and see the actors do the fights. Subconsciously, mm -hmm. people crave that. No one's going to yeah. watch Avengers and go, "I prefer that version compared to this." People want to see yeah. John Wick fight in the antique store 
all day, every day, yeah. even if they can't tell you why. Yeah. They're going to pick this over Born Ultimatum any day. Yeah. I believe that fully. So if I take if I, would I take agree. the train station fight with Neon Smith and this fucking Resurrections garbage fight between Smith and Neo, they're going to be like, what the fuck? This has so much more cool shit. They spin around, yeah. they shoot the bullets, they make witty comments, they, they fight here, they jump in the ceiling, they fucking do some quick, cool punches, they fly to the rail, yeah. the train train tracks. What's, how's the fight end in the Resurrection, Zach? How's this fight end in Resurrection? How's Neo beat Smith in this movie? In that fight sequence? I think he just force fields him, doesn't he? Force fields him. He just like he uses the force. He just force pushes him back he into just, a wall. Not even by not. Uh, he becomes a Jedi and he just boom. pushes him. Pushes him. He does the uh against Morpheus, and I'm like, why are you straining this much against Morpheus? You're the fucking one. Like Morpheus, like I get, like Morpheus is a program, but like it's just no, based off a guy. I, I get that it's it's. He's not a he's not an agent. So I get that it's a, the new Matrix. So maybe the yeah. point was that Neo's not the one in this Matrix. I get it. Yeah. The code's different. That's why at the end of the movie, when Trinity is the one now too... But then you get to the end of the movie and he can fly at the because end Because they her. revert back to the old Matrix. And because know. Trinity's now also the one, I guess, when they revert back to the old Matrix, Neil Patrick Harris says... They revert to the old Matrix, but she still gets to be yes. the one also. Neil Patrick Harris says... I guess you guys can do whatever you want now because they revert the Matrix back and that's what the whole point of the movie, of that last fat part of the movie is they're going to revert it. Whatever. First off. Stupid. Stupid, stupid, stupid story element. Terrible. 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 And then that ending. What is this, a fucking WB cartoon? Are they gonna fly through the fucking WB sign? What are we doing? Uh, I was expecting more cameos from other WB properties, like in every single other Warner Brothers movie like this. Also, I was expecting some Space Jam ship where yeah. they're going through the city and you see like Clockwork Orange guys for like no fucking reason. You're gonna play Rage Against the Machine at the end of the movie, yet you're, you live with machines? What raging is there? Look, Jason, we all know. The most egregious thing in this whole movie. Uh -huh. There's no Rob Zombie. No Rob Zombie. No. They didn't listen to us. They didn't heed our advice. No Dracula. No club scene even. You thought there was going to be one, but there wasn't. Well, because there I no thought that scene. maybe Lana Wachowski had common fucking sense. But who, who am I? I'm just some fucking Joe Schmo, Joe Blow asshole. <laughs> I'm just some fucking dude. I get it. Mm. But with that being said, the movie is it's it's down the middle from wherever where I've looked. Yeah, and not, I'm not talking about creative. I'm talking about just people. I'm yeah. seeing, and maybe you want your movie to be flip flip. I don't I don't know, but Matrix One's not flip flip. Matrix One is this is a fucking bomb movie. Yeah, this is not that. This is a letdown. Oh my god. This is a major letdown. It's disappointing. I, disappointing. I don't know what, like... I don't know what the point was. What's, what was the point of this movie? What was the point of this movie? 
I mean, I can tell you that the point of the movie... Besides making money. ...was to get a check. Yeah, besides that, like, if you are so... If you believe in art and your artistic envision and you know, endeavor, what was the point that your, your critique of cinema at the time, your movie you're making with that critique becomes the same thing? I guess the only thing that you could maybe ascertain is that women can also be powerful as men because Trinity becomes the one, and then you get your women's statement. I didn't even feel that, that, though. Yeah, I get that, but I didn't even feel that. No, I didn't feel that. I mean, it's it's the half-assed thing that happens at, like, the last minute. Like, you go the whole movie, like, she's just Trinity, and then they're like, in the last ten minutes, they're like, oh, she's also the one. Yeah, it felt so shoehorned. I, don't, I mean, it was the most disappointing thing ever where he tried to fly, and you're like, oh, you can't fly. And I'm like, okay, so he's not he's not the one. Because at that point, he's been using powers. So it's like, okay, so like, he just can't fly for some reason? I would Whatever. have so much more. Ra- I would have so much more rather it just have been like 200 years later, another one, just another cycle of the one. Yeah. Or a fucking prequel, and we know it's not going to work out. But we get to see like the previous one. I, I, there's so yeah. much more I would have rather seen. I would have rather seen another ship during Neo's fight against the machines. Like oh, like a, like a horror sci-fi movie where like the you see actual like you see like not Niobe because fuck her, but you see another ship of of people doing jobs for the resistance or whatever, and they're just like doing mm. their thing and they're fighting people. And then they go, oh shit, it's an agent. And it's a crew without Neo. And they have to, like, fucking survive, like, Dread style or some shit against an agent. I would rather have that fucking movie than this bullshit. Also, you can tell me Niobe's the leader of this crew and there's going to be no ghost? Why would Niobe be the leader of this fucking place? She's the only one left alive, apparently. Nobody else from this... Nobody else in this movie is from the original... As far as, like... First of all, the fuck is IO? In and out? Like iOS? What is this? Maybe it means in and out. I don't know. In, in, in and out. Well, like, it's not like, like on a TV. Like in and out? I don't know. Like Zion actually made sense because it's actually like the, I mean, if you want to get to the metatextual religious yeah. aspect, that's like the Jewish homeland yeah. type of thing. So that actually makes sense. What the, like, what the fuck is IO? I've never even heard of IO my whole life. Let's talk about. It sounds like you misspelled Zion. Can I mention real quick, too, like also how. We said it before, but like how I how much I hate her. bugs or whatever her name is, I hate yeah. her fucking crew. That that annoying that yeah, that annoying like shitty character. Oh my god! Shut the fuck up, Zach. Hold on. Sorry. Hold on. Shut up. Hold on. Don't talk. This fucking st- uh, this is not an actress, whoever whatever your name is. This is not about the actress. It's not about her face, her acting ability. It's not. It's the character. It's the character. I know. It's the character. It's not the person. So don't take it this way, anybody. That fucking scene where this dumb fucking character goes, I'm not here for you, Neo. I'm here for Trinity. Trinity. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Who the fuck cares about Trinity? Dude, shut up. Oh my god. Talk to my boy one more time. Talk to literal space. Talk to Jesus literal more. cyberpunk messiah one more time. Tell tell me that you're not here for him. Tell me you're here for Mother I'm Mary. I'm here for what Trinity. Don't get me wrong, she's a badass. And that's why I don't think yeah. this movie needs to make her seem like she's more than what she was because we know she's badass. Yeah. 
We know Trinity's badass. She's uh, that never had to be said because we know she is. We see it. We see yeah. her fight agents in, in Matrix Two. I was talking about last week. We see her fight agents in, in the first movie. She wouldn't have even tried. In number two, yeah. her Morpheus do it, and they don't succeed, but they hold their ground. That's fucking awesome, right? Yeah. We see her sacrifice herself at the fucking power station to help mm-hmm. Neo in two. We see her sacrifice her life in three. She is not a weak character. We don't need to feel that character. She is just as cool as Sarah Connor. She's fucking rad. So, in this movie, to act like we have to give her some sort of, like, round of applause for being a cool kid. That's stupid. That's terrible writing. And for that sequence to even have happen of this fucking, who the fuck are you, dude? Yeah. I'm goddamn Thomas Anderson. I'm the goddamn one. You're going to look at me yeah. in my face after what I did for this whole fucking place and tell After what he did for you. And tell me after that what I did for you. You're not here for me, bitch. You're here cuz of me. Yeah. That to me is like the worst writing of all time. I literally had to pause my TV, get up, go outside with my dogs and be like, "What the fuck am I watching? What is this movie?" What world are we in? Is it because, is it because the Wachowskis are no longer the brothers and they're the sisters now that we had a fucking chain? I don't, I don't know, but it makes no sense to me, logically or story element wise, why that sequence even exists. Because we know as Matrix fans that Neo respects the shit out of Trinity. He knows she's tough because in the first movie, Neo does nothing until save Morpheus. Yeah, no, he's a completely passive character. The whole time, Trinity's like, when they're in the fucking building, when Cypher betrays them, Trinity's the one in charge. When they're in the fucking walls, Trinity's like, get the fuck down, keep fucking moving, leave him alone. Like, Trinity's in charge. Trinity says, it's my ship, Morpheus is not here, I'm in in charge. Neo, the whole time, has been a fucking mental case about being the one. Mm -hmm. And number two, who consoles him? Fucking Trinity. Yeah. So we know she has the ear of fucking cyberpunk messiah. So why the hell do we got to do the Avengers girl moment in the Matrix? What's the fucking point? Because even then, even then in the Matrix, you're not even really a woman or a man. Because it's all zeros and ones. Yeah. Also, I don't even get... Sorry to say, no, you're fine. You're fine. But like, I don't even understand the act, the aspect of like, from a general concept of like, why the Matrix takes place in modern times. Because just basing off the first movie, the peak humans of civilization. Yeah, the whole reason it takes place is 1999. In the context of the movie, is that that's the peak of human civilization. So like, the new Matrix is like, oh, we're going to like the second peak. Like, what the hell is this? They don't know because you assume. The peak of humanization was 1999 because right after that, in the year 2000 or 2001, society ended. So yeah. they're like progenerating a potential future to exist in. It makes yeah. no sense. It doesn't. It's. It, I don't know. It's just like. I. I the more you think about it, the just the more holes there are. There's just holes. It's a whole. It's a holy movie. You just have to sit there. And I genuinely, I, I, I am general, uh, genuinely 
interested in people who really like the movie. And mm-hmm. if it's purely because they like the meta stuff and the, the critique stuff, and that stuff is cool. I would assume that and that's that stuff it. is cool. I mean, that stuff is cool. It's interesting. It's interesting. I think it's interesting, but it serves no actual purpose. I, I, yeah, I completely agree. I completely agree. And maybe it's because, again, I am an action movie fan first, not a, I don't know, Last Jedi fan. I'm not an A24 guy. I'm sitting next to a... Pr- you're not about... Look, Jason, it's okay. You can admit. You're not about films that are all about family. Because that's the most important No, thing. but I love Fast and Furious. So it's not even true. Well, that's... It's not even true. But I'm sitting next to a Predator poster. I have Matrix right there. I have Bill and Ted right there. I have Bloodsport right here. I noticed that. I, I got, got, I got goddamn Three Ninjas poster behind me. So we know my my cinematography enjoyment, right? Mm. But there is no world where you, if you, if I didn't see this movie and someone told me the story, would I go, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Hey, how did Trinity survive? Well, a secret machine was being sneaky and went back to where their ship crashed and they took her and then they used machines and we don't explain how they rebuilt her brain, but we did it. (sighs) Also, it's like... We don't understand. We don't explain how we brought her back to life when she'd been brain dead for probably like multiple days, which is like she's essentially even if you did bring her back, what we know about medicine, she can't be an actual like functioning brain. But also, don't even they don't even say how long Neo was after they they brought him back to life and they could have kept trying to yeah. test on him. Okay. He could have been alive for like five years and they just kept trying to fix him up to make him work and then until finally yeah. they're like oh maybe we should get trinity we have no idea how long it's actually been i hope it wouldn't be that long because it's machines that are supposed to be like you know the greatest thinking things on like the planet earth i hope it wouldn't take them five fucking years to be like oh maybe we should bring back like his loved one but even the idea of like okay you know what it's a secret sect of machines it's a dude, it's a machine guy, and it's a machine guy who really likes the look of Neil Patrick yeah, Harris. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. I just don't get it. I don't get. It. Maybe I'm fucking wrong. Maybe I'm so fucking stupid that I just don't get it. I don't know. Because I walked out of Rachel, uh, Revolutions being. If you are, then I am too. Because I don't fucking get it either. I walked out of Revolutions whenever I finished. I, was, I remember being like, "Okay, I got what was going on. I just okay, whatever." Yeah. I walked out of this movie being like, what the what the fuck was the point? That's my that's my number one question is what was the point? Yeah. Besides uh, money, take take away money. Well, there's no point because we ended up exactly where we started, so there's no point. Yeah. There can't be a point. Yeah. Because we just ended we we ended where we started, so. Like take away the money factor because obviously it's a movie. We I understand that movies make money. I understand that, but yeah. in terms of a, a not like. Ruining your own legacy. Yeah. I just don't. I don't see the point. Maybe because I don't have a legacy of my own and cinema. That may, or maybe because I never made a million dollars. I don't fucking know. But the point is, like, from a fan perspective, which my opinion, obviously, as a fan, matters zero. But it should. People should take into account what their fans say, to an extent. Obviously, make your own vision. But. Right. What was, the goal? What was the artistic vision supposed to say to do? What was the end, the finish line supposed to say? 
Because I took The Matrix 1, and maybe this is me being a, like, coast, like, you know, coast to coast, like, like person. Like, a last podcast, like, I'm a, I'm the, I'm a conspiracy person to an extent, right? Mm. I took The Matrix 1 as, like, this is a fucking heed your message like the Terminator. This is, like, don't fuck with machines. Well, the Matrix One definitely feels like that. Yeah, like it's like the, it's a, it's the cyberpunk, message. It's that it's cyberpunk like... fear. Yeah. And yet we get this movie, and it's like, oh no, we're friends. We're friends with some of them. I mean, that's it. Yeah. I mean, it still doesn't make sense. It's like, oh, some of the machines will like us. Well, it's like, well, if some of the machines like you. Then why don't all the machines just like you? Like that doesn't make any sense. I don't know. Like the whole, I thought the whole point was that they're in like a hive mind. So well, now yeah, they're like, oh, I, there are some that like aren't in a hive I mind. I get that because the Oracle's an example of a sentient program that has their own, her own AI beliefs. I understand that. But it's the idea of like, at any point, Niobe was like, yeah, let's just live with them. Um, I don't, I don't think so, dude. Well, look, it all worked out because we had Joe Jonas's wife come back as a character that barely anybody remembers yeah right and neo was perfectly cool two machines living there yo neo should have been like what the he had one thing to say about it and then they explained it yeah their half of explanation he was like oh okay neo should have been like yo fuck this yeah he should immediately <laughs> just like started flip he should have been frank Rella, and then i just started blasting yeah i don't know man okay zach let's 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 end it there at the end of the day it's just a movie and to to Look, quote day, to quote we've still got the original trilogy right and so. to quote a fantastic movie called High Fidelity I will end it with this and I'll give my score all right okay. here's High Fidelity the book and or movie John Cusack great movie mm-hmm. books records films these things matter call me shallow but it's the fucking truth my score. For the Matrix Resurrections, two out of five. I'm gonna be honest. The more that we've been talking about it, I think if you'd asked me last week, I probably would have been like eh, two, two and a half. I'm like one. Yeah. Like I just don't. I think it, at the end of the day, outside of like our complaints about it, even like not taking into those of account, it's just like a mediocre movie. Oh yeah, completely. And movie. there's nothing worse than a mediocre movie. There's not. I, ra- I, there's I would rather a movie like, suck. I would rather make. I would rather be like visibly angry, or this movie just be like garbage. Because then I could at least laugh at it. Yes. There's nothing to laugh at in this movie. Yeah. All you get. All you feel is like kind of like let down. Yeah. That's what I feel. It's just a major let down. I don't know yeah. who to blame. I don't know who to, is it my fault? Is it my own fault? I mean, I don't know. I feel like you can't even blame Wachowski because, like, you look at. I mean, she directed it, but like, she didn't write this. It's two hacks that I've never heard of that wrote this. Yeah. So, like, I, is it my fault for I'm being let down? You know. But then, but then I don't because I, I just I, I just are we saying, are it's our fault for liking this and knowing what what this should be? Yeah. Is it my fault because I just watched Afterlife and they got they nailed it? Mm. Because Afterlife did exactly what what Force Awakens should have done yeah. in the in a in an efficient way. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I I don't know what other. Re- Do we talk about the fact that like 
listening to the like red letter media talk about afterlife. I don't think I've ever actually disagreed with them that much. Before. Oh, I, I could disagree with them all the time. Eh, usually I kind of like get where they're coming from, but like, yeah, with the ghostbusters, I was like, well, those, I those, don't guys, think you those guys, those guys are so vehemently against reboot franchise things anyways. Yeah. That like, I kind of just like, don't care because yeah. One of the guys likes dumb movies. The other guy likes Star Trek too much, which is re- which is just doing the same thing over and over again to me. Yeah, that's also a, a very vague statement that I just said because I've been watching Star Trek and I like it. But the point being, like, okay, how many times can we have this exact same sort of like philosophical di- disagree- dis- disagreement happen? Okay, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Two out of five for me. Never gonna watch it again. No, I don't think I'll ever watch it. I honestly think that I'll never watch anything but the first one again. I think I'm done. I still like Reloaded. It's fine. I'll stand by Reloaded. I'll probably rewatch Reloaded again. I think I can do what I do with Star Wars for now, at least, to put it in a time seal and be like, yeah, I think I'm just done. I think this is this has killed my Matrix love. So I think I'll this poster, I'll take it off the wall, throw it away. Just for now. For now. Not, it's not saying the movie's still great, but just for now. Well, I would recommend maybe not throwing it away and just hiding it in the closet. It's cheap enough I can throw it away. <laughs> Buy a new one. <laughs> well, guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. We'll see you back next week for our end of the year wrap-up. We're going to talk about our favorite things of the year, what we've been watching, yes. what, we've been li- what we've been playing, listening to, reading. Uh, what we're looking for, we're looking forward to in 2022, movie-wise, game-wise, any of that stuff. Just a general, massive collection of um, retrospective of the year. What we're yeah. looking forward to, all that kind of jazz. So hey, thanks for watching, thanks for listening. See you back next week. See you guys. <laughs>